you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best cigar shop east of just west of this very location. It's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks, fucking cigars, etc. What's a good word, Ricky? Hey, we are sitting in one of the best New Hampshire uh, cigar places. This is Radloff's. And unfortunately, this is our last show here. But we love this place. Bastard right. for closing it. <laughs> Unfortunately, is uh, strong, uh, strong okay. term. Nobody uh, wanted to take it over, or nobody could functionally do it. Uh, they, I sold the building last year, and the new owners wouldn't guarantee a lease going forward to a to a new owner if I sold it. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that. Somebody like selling the business, That's and then right. they got to move in three months. Yeah. Right. Months. right. So, got a point. so yeah, That's I'm just. I'm retiring and parting it. it out. Okay, uh, our panel nice. facts for this installment on Mustang Mike. Well, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm going to stay low-key tonight. Okay. From now on. From now on. <laughs> okay, it's Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, Enema Boy is here at Radloff's up in Rochester, New Hampshire. All right, we got the Reverend Harvey. Hallelujah. 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 Where's my chorus? Rick, who sings that song? Uh, let him. Oh, hang on, we got to turn another on. Hey, hey. Am I ready? Yeah, you're I'm ready. ready. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Testing one, two. <laughs> hey, welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning us in. We got a good show tonight. Reverend Radloff's one of our favorite places to come. And uh, don't touch the dial. Okay. All right, Ricky, you ready on that? I am. On that drop there? Okay, so go we the, have a very special hack in the, that we are so glad to see. Chappie is here. With us live. All the way from the 82nd Airborne. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back up here and to be with you guys. Uh, even being a guest back on uh, the Hacks again. Yeah. It's been a little while. It has. It has, yeah. Okay. Welcome to 21 Jump Street. (laughs) (laughs) We going over there? We are. Kimmy Lauper. Kimmy Kimmy Lauper's in the house. Where is it here? Beautiful lady. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Hi. It's the only way I'm allowed to say hello now. That's right. There you go. Right. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. Okay, good. Good. And then we have... Uh, oh. Uh, we have direct from the Dirty Basement pub. Boom Boom's in the house. Boom Boom. I'll go the light. Well, glad to be part of the last show at Radloss. Uh, I'm going to be really sad when this place closes because I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your you know your own dirty <laughs> pub there. Can't buy my dirty, own cigars there, Dirty though. basement pub. Right, we're going to open Sean Lobs. <laughs> no, I ain't running nothing. <laughs> All right, let's go over here to the Taco Steve. 
Taco light, baby. I love tacos. I love tacos. I eat tacos all the time. Give me tacos. All right. I'm sitting in the best cigar chair in the United States for one last time. And you can buy it. <laughs> I was going to ask that question. Are these for sale? It's all for sale. Oh, you oh, can buy it and put it, it on your back what, deck. What, what does the bidding start at? <laughs> well, it's not where it starts. It's where it's finished. <laughs> Much for okay. the poker machine. All right. Ricky, you want to take our next... Uh, oh, yes. We have a- so we got a very special guest, somebody I haven't seen in quite a while, and I miss him. We have Let's Go Brandon. Bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. That's appropriate for... That's appropriate. What you gonna <laughs> That's appropriate for Brandon. Huh? Yeah, man. Glad to be here. Let's Glad go. To be here. This is going to be fun. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. All right. And there we have Mr. Radloff's himself. It's Jamie. I looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. The Prince of Bel Air himself. Yes. Rochester is known as the Bel Air of the Northeast. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> yes. Sure it is. <laughs> Rochkanistan, oh, okay. Bel Air, same thing. Okay, so of course this is your humble announcer, producer, Sky Hack Day. To the man, the man, the legend. Oh please, uh, the legend of segments what? include not so hidden her <laughs> blind cigar review. We'll explain that in a minute. Current events in the sky world. What we got, Javi? Well, it's going to be busy. We got 16th night. 16. And the bar is still at one. Can we make up a cue at the end? Yeah, we can make some stuff up. We'll find out what's happening here. Uh, then we get the controversy corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth along with the hidden nerf reveal. Hidden nerf recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarhacks.com. Oh, my God. And all right. only fans. Listen, I'd like to open the show by saying I'd like to bid one of my wife's Boyfriends for this it's Benjamin chair. That's my wife's boyfriend. You know Marie. She yeah, yeah, show. This yeah. Is her, she's, she fell in love with this guy when she was twelve, and I keep trying to tell her to break up with him. Benjamin. That's my number to start. For uh, for a hundred dollars, I'll let you sit in that chair for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, get to the cigar here. So the cigar is what is this a robusto or? Corona, or what are we talking about here? Because I have some Coronas in my box, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of, of in between, odd. isn't it? Yeah, because it's, it's a uh, cabinet it's kind on of, the... Kind of Toro-ish, maybe. It's the same length as a Corona, it but it's a little same. bigger. It ring is. Ring gauge, a, just a tiny bit bigger on the ring gauge. I like Toro as the best, so I'm going to make believe it's, it's a Toro. I think it's a, I, I think it's a uh, uh, Torona. A Torona? A yeah. Torona. It's a new size. Toro Corona. It's... <laughs> It's a kind of tweener there. It is. Right. Anyway, and it's a San Andreas, I believe it said on the box. It is, yeah, San Andreas. You is, actually is, are the only one that knows about the cigar. Is this from Dunn and Bradstreet? No, it's not. It's from Tatuaje. Tatuaje. Oh, I just gave it away. Okay, so let me explain. So <laughs> we came in, we didn't pick a hidden her for this week, and so we just picked something out of the case over there, and everybody knew what we were doing, so... No secret this week. We got a Tatawahe Tuxtla T U X T L A. Here's the thing. Nobody would have guessed it anyway. No, right. Nobody brand new. They just a, hit yesterday. That's really. it. And even Jamie said, I haven't smoked it I have yet. Not smoked so one yet. No, this really. is a virgin smoke. Awesome. No one yeah. knows what it tastes like. Yeah. And Pete Johnson, yeah, the tux- Tuxtla. It's actually named after the region in Mexico where most of the premium uh, 
tobacco is grown down there. Yep. It's in the Tuxtla region. Wow. Okay. So, so what is the company that distributes these? Tatuaje. It's grown. Tatuaje. Pete Johnson, a good New England boy. Okay. He's from around the corner here in Maine. And I sniffled right away and started sneezing because of the strike. I got nothing on Cold draw. Excuse me. And round Every two. Every strong cigar I sneeze. Uh, nothing on the floor. Just the way it is. Because you're a little pansy. I am a pansy. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Let's get them going. I think I have a non-functioning hammer and sickle light. Oh, yeah. Use mine. Yeah, here's my torch. Uh, I like you the, the lighter? torch. I like the torch. Ricky's don't burn, Ricky's don't, don't doing, burn yourself. He's doing plumbing over there with this one. You can use the lighter? Pipes oh, with that. Yeah, it's a, it, it doubles as a welding sure. tool. If you run this thing, you have to know which wow. way to turn the wrench and when to stop. Great taste to it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I was expecting it to be a little stronger. Well, it's full-bodied, but I, I'm not sure it's full strength. Well, a little early to tell. Yeah, I've never seen a tatuaje that wasn't medium plus or more. Well, no, if Steve's <laughs> eyes start rolling behind his head, then we know it's strong. I must say I'm a Mark Twain fan, so I've already bought one shirt. Got a couple on the side here. I got a... Mark Twain? Let's see how many of them fit inside one of these bends. <laughs> Probably fit most of them in there. Yeah. Three or four or five. Well, you tell me. We'll start with the shirts. Fifty percent off are running on shirts right now. Wow, so oh, good. Sure, I'll be getting one. Uh, me too. I'm you know one that says Radloff. So. The last yeah. time I, do you have a shirt that says Radloff? Uh, there are a bunch. That one probably has the Radloff's logo on the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are cigar shirts. Uh, some some of them are my logoed shirts. Uh, this one I'm wearing is actually the Flying Pig. We got some of these mechanic shirts. Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, we got this one, and there's a black Drew Estate mechanic shirt as well so yeah there this has a gentleman i look up to on picture so i need to buy that yeah kennedy okay nice all right this cigar is actually pretty nice very nice okay ricky it's troop time let's have chappy do it actually chappy we'd be honored if you'd give a shout out for the troops oh yeah absolutely so uh i mean i'll give a shout out to all the troops, uh, especially the paratroopers, you know, the 82nd, you know, a bunch of them are, 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 have recently come back, redeployed. They went over on the uh, the IRF mission to, to go over and have a force presence over in Europe. It's not like we have the same kind of cycles going in our Afghanistan and Iraq like we've had for the last 20 years. And it's, it's nice that those deployment cycles aren't going anymore, but still uh, always being ready to deploy, always going out and training, going out into the field, spending time away from families. The, these soldiers, these young men and women with young families and young kids, they, they still sacrifice a lot. They still give a lot. And, and I got to say, too, you know, I know that there's a lot of speculation out there that there's softness now. And, uh, and I can say, especially in the 82nd Airborne, at least, these soldiers are still tough. These paratroopers are tough. They give it all. They work hard. They work out hard. They are hard grinding, hard nosed, good men and women, just high character, high values and morals. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I give a, a big shout out to them. Thank you. Thank you. And to those people who jump out of planes. Yeah, absolutely. Yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. They, they're doing it at least once every every couple months. And yeah, we, we enjoy it. It's yeah. scary. Yeah, we you can tell us about that. A, a sure. Yeah, I'll, talk, I'll yeah. talk about what it's like to jump out. Sure. Okay, and then uh, next on the list, Rick, you want to talk about this? Oh, yeah. So every Hackapalooza that we've had up here, we've had a band that plays at uh, the Shack in Raleigh. The Macro Shack, our reception and, night. Yes, at the shack. and they've always been the first, you know, this, this gentleman was always like 
We'd be glad to do it. He was a friend of the hacks. Every one of us has been affected by this. Unfortunately, uh, Bahama Bob, who was the lead singer and the guitar player, passed away last Tuesday. Unexpectedly. Um, unexpectedly. And we were all shocked and extremely saddened by this. So, you know, a big shout out of God bless and rest in peace, Bahama Bob, and to, to his family. Absolutely. We're very, very sorry for your loss. Bob was a sensational man. He's very, very well known. He was a musician in uh, in the Northeast area. How, um, how old was and he? Seventy-one. Yes. It's just such a tragedy, and we're going to really miss him. We really, really are. And I know, uh, even though the podcast will be on Monday when you folks hear this, but on Saturday night he was supposed to play at a big booze cruise. And his band is going to play. Wow. They decided that it would be best that they played. And I know it's nearly sold out, but they're going out of Newburyport, you know, in honor of Bob. So please rest in peace. Okay. Mailbag time. Let's bring this back up. Remember when we were at the shack with Hamlet? Yeah. There was this guy, Pat. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote in. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. What about Pat? Pat, Patrick from the tobacco shop. Patrick, he got tormented mm-hmm. on the show. Not on the show. I mean, no, during the, during the, the event. event. Right. Hamlet was there doing a rolling event, and he was rolling all over Patrick, but that's a whole he was. topic. We'll talk about that another time. Yes. Hey, it's Patrick from the tobacco shack, back when Hamlet was there. I've been meaning to email in, but I've been busy with work. Nurse Rick, I just had my first Pappy Van Winkle this weekend, and it was pretty good. Love listening to you guys this summer, and I've been learning a lot. And would love to see you guys again, possibly join the podcast. God bless. Happy 4th. It's Patrick from the Tobacco Shack. And so, learning? You got the wrong podcast for that. (laughs) (laughs) I think we covered that last week. Do we call him just Pat, like from Saturday Night Live? Pat. (laughs) Pat. Just Pat, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Patrick. And we got a write-in from Tim in Florida. Tim, my buddy. Tim in Florida. I'm coming, brother. Actually, Comedy Chris is down there right now. I know. But Comedy Chris doesn't have a car. Oh, so Comedy Chris is, isn't going to Corona, but Tim, corona. Okay. I am going to find you. I'm going to, you know, Tim, I need you to write in and give me a phone number because I made a promise to you and I'm going to hold true to that promise and you better not drink $40 okay. much. Maybe Tim will pick up Chris. Oh, that could work. Yeah. We could Maybe. functionally on Tuesday because we yeah. won't hear this till Monday. Yeah. Okay. Howdy, Hacks. I did catch the episode a couple of weeks ago where Nurse Rick explained the connection of the original Cinderella Man to Joe Lewis. Lewis did say Braddock was the bravest man he ever fought, but enough about boxing. Yeah. I look forward to meeting Nurse Rick at Corona Cigar down here in Florida next month. However, his desire to splurge on me makes me think he has me confused with someone from another podcast in your neck of the woods. Mr. Jonathan may be into guys splurging on him after he dances with them. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) But I'd rather enjoy a nice cigar over, (laughs) over a good conversation myself. By the way, did Mustang Mike get the package I sent him in care of Maxwell to the Dominator's house? <laughs> As a matter I of fact, actually got he's got one a in his new hand. package. He got another package. It, it came in after I left. Dom said, "All right, let open. me finish the email, and then we'll go to that." As always, uh, enjoy the show and the stories of the hacks and many humorous adventures from losing boat anchors to snowboard retrievals. It's always entertaining. Cheers, Tim in Florida. So there you go. That's the mailbag. So go ahead on the Maxwell well, thing. We'll have to explain the whole thing for the folks who haven't heard this story. Real quick, um, at, Dom, at the domicile, 
we were unloading some things in his garage, and we got a package. And it was to the address, but it was to Maxwell Kadzaschi. So we started Googling him, and the only one we could find was out in Arizona. So I called AT&T, and I was trying to find out where the package was supposed to go. And as I was sitting in my truck, a black Prius with Massachusetts plates, smoked windows, and a young, distinctively-looking man pulled up, went to pull in the driveway, and thought the better when he saw my truck there and left. And I chased him down the road. I took a picture of his license plate. Then I pulled up to him, and I said, Are you Max? And he said, No. And I pulled away. I said, Oh, I had a package for Max. So at the next stop... I pulled up next to him again, and I said, oh, I thought you were Max. He goes, yeah, Max is my brother-in-law. The package went to the wrong address. I said, is this your package? I held up the box. He says, yeah. I lifted my phone, took a picture of him, and I said, F you, and I drove away. So So at the final stop, he pulled up to me and tried to get it again. Now, I was already on 911 with the cops, and I was trying to get them to pull him over in New Hampshire. So I told him, he's all done. And when he pulled away, he went into Massachusetts, and the police told me to break off the chase, bring the package, bring the pictures, bring the video, bring everything to the police station. So this young man is going to be arrested by the Secret Service for credit card fraud. So now we have another package. What is this? This is the SIM card. So apparently (laughs) he was going to activate the the iWatch that he was buying with a SIM card. To the same address, so we got a second package. So I got to go to the police station with this tomorrow Another and package. drop it off. And drop so, it off. So here's the story: Dom has had the domicile up for sale, so he moved out. The place has been vacant, and so these folks who find these vacant places that are for sale use them as drop addresses for this clandestine kind of stuff. And so they watch for when the thing is delivered, and then they go and drive over there and try to pick it up. These guys just happen to be there because they were getting some stuff out of the house to bring over the storage unit. So they just caught them. Dawn was in the garage, and I'm sitting there, and it all clicked for me when the guy went to pull in. So what he apparently did is he used Maxwell's credit card, and he said, okay, I'm not shipping it to my Arizona address. Please ship it to my Salem, New Hampshire address, and he gave this address. Now, upon them dropping the shipment, they email you to tell you that the shipment's been dropped. So it was probably a half an hour later he came pulling up because I'm expecting he was from Havel. And I almost know that I've seen this guy before because I have a very good – ability to recognize faces that I've seen before. So I don't care either way. He's getting arrested. So we win. So it's been going on for weeks, this whole Maxwell thing. And so even Tim from Florida is getting in on the act. You got the package from Tim. I wonder if anyone knows Maxwell Cad Zassi, K-A-D-Z-A-S-H-I-E. Because if somebody knows him, maybe they can let him know that his credit card's been breached. Yeah. I'm sure the police have already let him know. Yeah, they probably have. But... At any rate, maybe we can let him know that we solved the crime. It's all good. All right. Speaking of the domicile, the domicile has been sold. It closed yesterday. It's all done. No more Beautiful. domicile. We had the domicile farewell tour last we week. We did. Which was good. Good timing. So soon done. we'll have the suicide. The su- The suicide. The suicide. Yeah. 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 The Sue bought it, and I have a feeling that she might hang around with us someday. Could that be. would be nice. Could be. All right. So uh, PCA is this weekend in Las Vegas. July 8th through the 12th. Lots of new releases coming out there. We'll see what's happening with that. Yes, I saw all sorts of people were going. However, I'm very interested because I don't totally understand this. I know we're going to be talking about it. Tell me about this federal case that just happened. Oh, the judge uh, scores one for the premium cigar industry. The judge who's been looking at this whole FDA thing has ruled that the 
FDA's regulation of premium cigars is arbitrary and capricious. Really? I like so, those two words. Yeah. Good. Because, you know, they you know opened it up for arguments and whatnot, right. and then they ignored the arguments. Right. And just said, ah, we're doing it anyway. Just... Yeah. So hey, they getting did, slapped down. You know, for that. they did that in 1919 with the 16th Amendment. They wiped their rear with it and they said, we're going to tax you anyway. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. And so it doesn't change anything. All it does is open up the door for maybe striking it down after everyone gets the chance to put their arguments in on this whole thing again. That'd be good. It's good news. At least we're not getting steamrolled. Right. Why don't you take the next one? So we have next week, next Thursday. It's this Thursday. Not this next, Thursday coming. The 14th. After, yes. We are going to be at the Route 1 BNG networking event at the Breakaway in Danvers from 4 to 7 p.m. It's the annual cigar, the networking and cocktail party. We will be doing a podcast. The limo will be there. And it's a great event for businesses. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing with the limo because we're going to be on the other side of the building. That's true. <laughs> so it doesn't okay. much matter. <laughs> Why is that? Well, last time we did the event with the limo, that was the smoking lounge when we right. had that thing at the hotel. But this time we're out on the other side of the building, outside in the patio. So, well, at least I mean, yeah. the last time we were on the patio, we had a lot of famous people that were there. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Scott Whitley from uh, Wicked, Wicked Bites, Bites was there. Yeah, he'll be on with us again, I'm sure. So. Okay, and then uh, the last thing here, Radloffs will close at the end of July. Unless we talk him out of it. Unless we talk him out of it. Oh, now, before you're, better <laughs> off winning, you're better off winning the lottery with that. <laughs> before we get into that, I had one more little note here I threw in because I saw it. So I was going through the everybody's Facebook right. posts here, and on I uh, went look at the big house, and what picture of Hannah shows up, and she's holding a bottle of Knob Creek Yes, this week. Yesterday. Oh my! <laughs> Just for you, Ricky. Just for me. Just for you. The only time I've been drunk in a year, and oh boy, did Was I get drunk. drunk. Mm-hmm. Very drunk. And they moved the limo on me. So I'm, not only am I staggering out of this place, and I mean I'm staggering. It's been a long time since I've been this wrecked. I'm in the middle of the street going, "Where's the limo?" It's too funny. Hey, may uh, I may I offer you my services to forget how to drunk? Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. All right, let's talk about the Radloffs here. Hey, Jamie, how's it going? So, what's the last day here? So, the end of July, last day of July. That's a that's a Sunday. Yeah, we've okay. got a lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on between now and then. I will be here in August. We'll cease our normal operations. We won't be open at night, but I'll be here in August because. You know, I have 11 years worth of stuff in this place that I need to get rid of and cannot do that until we close all the fixtures and so forth. So I'll have a pretty busy August. But my goal is to be out completely and be retired by the end of August. What are you going to do with all your taps? Thousands of taps. It's all going. Oh, the tap handles? It's all all going. going. Everything's going. Wow. Everything that's not nailed down and a lot of the stuff that is. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I like the idea of putting a list on each one and start the bidding. And when they come in, they can that's just a, bid. That's a lot of work. I want to know what the poker machine goes for. Does it work? This is yeah, a poker, poker machine. Yeah, it's an antique uh, video. Uh, no, well, it's a real poker machine. Yeah, works like a works like a dream. It's wow. Nice. That's cool. Use it's that for cool. a lot of our events here and our oh. speakeasy and so forth. Nice. Incredible. I don't want to tell me how much he wants for it. The poker machine is $600. Do you have a price yet for these chairs? The barber chairs. I thought we were going to bid on them. I was, but you're telling me that's too functionally 
in profit. So give me a number. The barber chairs, those two barber chairs are uh, three fifty for the pair, matching pair. Ooh, that's good, good in your smoke cut, Ricky. I'm I'm sitting at three hundred. So just borrow fifty bucks from Nurse Rick. <laughs> uh, oh no, Nurse you're, Rick you're, is getting something from you tonight so, for uh, comedy, Chris. Did I tell the blonde joke at the bar? We're just negotiating price. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, we don't need to do an auction here on the, on the show. Uh, so how, how long have you been open here? 11 years. 11, 11 wow. years. Yeah, it's been a great 11 years. It's been become an amazing part of the community and have met a lot of great people and done a lot of great events and done a lot of charitable things for the community. And it's just, I can't figure out how to do this part time. I mean, it's pretty right. much 24-7 for it me. Is. And uh, 11 years, I'm just uh, ready to enjoy some of the fruits of the labor. So uh, You've been here nonstop. You yeah. deserve it. So yeah. I'm going to guess you're retiring because you can. Yes. That's Hopefully. all you need to say. Hopefully I can. So I retired. I was a corporate guy for a lot of years, and I retired in my late 30s the first time and thought, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to you know play golf and ride my Harley and my dirt bike and take the boat out and camper and you know all, all that. And realized very quickly that none of my friends were retired in their 30s so i had nobody to do anything with Uh so that lasted about 30 seconds i was bored out of my mind and acquired a lot of properties and rentals and so forth and spent a year remodeling properties and getting those up and running and then i was bored again so that's how the bar came into existence You know, this unfor- time, hopefully un- I'm more mentally prepared for un- the un- retirement. Unfortunate, Jamie, I, I retired at 58 and found the same thing. All of my friends, other than Harvey, Harvey's been my best friend forever, <laughs> but all of my friends are still working. And yeah, it was great in the summer, but when the winter hit, it was like, now what do I do? So, so I did the right thing. I got married in 96 when I turned 32, and I retired right then. <laughs> so I've been functionally retired for 26 and a half years. And I tell the story. So I'm with my kids five, six years later, seven years later. I got two little kids. I say to my wife, hey, hon, why don't you quit your job? You stay home with the kids. I'll go to work. She looked at me and she goes, if I stayed home with the kids, I'd lose my mind. And since you've already lost yours, why don't you continue staying home with them? <laughs> That's how that makes sense. It worked. It, it worked. But no, how, how old are you, may I ask? 49. Nice. So you're going to be done by the time you're 50, before you're 50. Going to be, yeah, going to be done. And hopefully I can stay done this time. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. There'll be a new Radloffs. I, no. I can give you some ideas. I can't tell you what to do, but I can tell you what I did. Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got a lot to keep me busy in the short term, for sure. And uh, then we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens after that. Now, do you live in town? Right I here? do. Yeah. You have properties up north and... I do, keeping yeah. That, keeping all that stuff? Yep, yep. I have the properties up north, and we have the spa on the other side of town uh, that, that Dawn runs. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've still got some stuff going on, but hopefully enough that, you know, if we want to check out for a minute, we right. can do that. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, you get to play Grandpa even more now. I do. I oh, do. really? Yeah, that's awesome. One thing you'll, have, you'll be avoiding is you won't have any bar fights to deal with. He likes those. We, uh, yeah, we don't have bar fights here. We don't have bar fights. So this is the type of place that if there's trouble, the patrons jump in. And well, there's really, really no problem here. It's just not set up that way. You know, the atmosphere-wise, it's it's not set up that way. And I'm here all the time, and, right. and I can head that stuff up before it happens. I, I will say 11 years, I think I've had to put my hands on 
six people here wow. in 11 years. That's pretty and good. It just, just doesn't happen. Yeah. And you had the drunk driver right in front of the shop. Yeah, we get some entertainment out front <laughs> quite do. often. Yeah, we just turn the chairs around and it's go like, outside. It's like watching. Uh, it's like watching a reality show out the windows. I, re- I, I remember, and I've told the story before, but I remember she she had a so it was the dead of winter. All the hacks were here. Well, most of them. It was a hack of Palooza going on in January, and she was made to walk the line. And we were out there, all in front of us. And this one guy came out with his uh, girlfriend and said. You know, this is really mean of you guys, and you shouldn't do this. And he got really pushy with me, right? And I, th- I thought he was gonna, yeah, they were here, but I thought he was gonna throw a punch at me. And then all the rest of the hacks walked out. And I said, "You're gonna cause trouble now," and he just left. Of course, we were all wearing our blue shirts. And we were all there, and he was like, "Oh, show." The, the bowling team showed up, but it was terrible. <laughs> Her car was crushed. And She's telling the cops, I don't know how it happened. I mean, the whole car was totaled. It was in rough shape. Yeah. Yeah. It was, front, you know. That I, front passenger fender was completely gone. ripped off. And the I cops remember. going, how do you not know? And she was in pajamas. So, obviously, <laughs> whoever caused the accident went home, and she got in the car. She said, I swear to drunk him, my God. You know, yeah. Yeah, we had, one a, uh, we had one a few years ago that was pulled over on the other side of the street, right in front of the bar. It was, it was late. It was around last call, 1 o'clock. Cops pulled this guy out of the car to make him walk the line and he was a big dude he was all six six had to be 400 plus pound big boy they made him walk the line made him do the foot thing a couple things and he actually did pretty well and they let him get back in his car and the two cops were behind behind his car talking about it and by this point we've probably got 30 people out on the sidewalk (laughs) and everybody starts chanting let him go let him go (laughs) and Finally, the cops start kind of chuckling between them, and they go up, and they let the guy go, and everyone was cheering. Uh, yeah. I, I remember my buddy Johnny got, got caught when we were young, and he was he got out of the car and said, he says, I'm home, take me drunk. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the story I remember. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so we've had a lot of fun times up here. We've had done a couple great of times. Of losers. We got snowed out this year. So we yes, make it yes. for that. We had one guy, Bushy, dance with the mannequin. Mm. Yes. Oh, he, I remember that. Oh, boy. Did he dance? I ha- actually have the video of it. Uh-huh. I believe I put the wig on you, did I not? You did. I don't and that think was, he realized that, it was a mannequin at the time. Uh, but, you know. That was the... That was the bush trimmer. Bush trimmer. That was the same night that... that was that when that, I gave the guy the lap dance? That was the lap dance and the lady who said, I will do anything... For a blue shirt, and Javi said, "Go see Nurse Rick." And she came up to me. And she goes, "Anything you want." And I went, you know, and I, I'm, I'm drinking, and I was like, "Anything." And she's like, "Anything you want." And I'm like, "Yeah." So you know, Rick said, "Hold the <laughs> camel's head." <laughs> we weren't giving our blue shirts up. <laughs> no, happening. That's well, another joke. Was hard enough to come by. Did I? Was I in a show here before? Did we just come. On. We've done shows here, but I haven't been. I don't know if you've been. You've been to one before. You've been to one here. Before. Yes, because I met you before you came to my house. Don't worry, Mikey. Okay. When you're in the nursing home with that Alzheimer's, we'll be there to visit you. Don't worry. So, I remember so many places. Almost everything. <laughs> I'll probably everything. be your roommate there, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You can look at each other and say, I know I've seen you before. I'll say, I know you. Right. I know you, Steve. Maybe. 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 
So, uh, what's the retirement plan? Golf? Barefoot golf? Yeah, a little, little golf, probably. You know, I got every toy known to man, pretty yep. much. It'd be yeah. nice to use them. You know, I yeah. put probably put a 1,000 miles a year on my Harley if I'm lucky. You know, my camper hasn't been out of the yard in years. And well, got the jet ski and dirt bike and Go four-wheeler and snowmobiles. And I'm going to hopefully get a chance to use them at this and point. So all so you need to do is buy a friend or two. If you yeah. buy a friend or two, you'll be all set. Yeah. You don't have to buy me. I'll come up with my four-wheeler anytime. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, finding out who to do this stuff with and where to do it, I've been I've been out of it uh, been out of it too long. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah well, looking I'll forward let, to it. I have time, but I don't know if you can handle <laughs> me too much. Just the way it is. I, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't offend me. We ta- we've talked about this before in the show. You can say what you want about it. I would I would got to imagine that uh, to hang out with this crew, you cannot be easily offended. No, yeah, that, that doesn't work. So uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, sad to see it go, but hey, you know, you've been wonderful. Things got to move on. Yeah, and, and you've been wonderful to us. So on the great. on uh, the last it's night, it's always when, been great. When you ring the bell on the last night, look at everybody and say, "How can I miss you all if you don't go away?" <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, he's going to ring that bell and be like, "Get the day out. after he closes, they're going to set up candles on the sidewalk." <laughs> There's been some uh, pretty big pushback, which has been nice. You know, we've got a lot of regular customers, loyal customers, and uh, a lot of people that have uh, expressed condolence for closing. A lot of people that have gotten kind of angry right. uh, that we're closing. Uh, they think there's maybe something else behind it. So, like, what can we do? Can you move to a new location? I'm like, I, why would I move? This location works perfectly. I just, right. I just need None. to. You need I just to need some, I, I just need some time. So, so I, I, it's uh, the the. Outpouring of uh, support has been—it's been humbling. It's been amazing, really. It's been yeah, huge. It's been great. What's your plan with all your product? Sell it. It's all going. Auction it off. So it's all going. I guess the only option would be if someone locally said they'll buy all the stuff and relocate to a location they can get a lease in. It's not here. Yeah. If somebody, if somebody was interested in opening a cigar shop or cigar bar somewhere, this would be a windfall for them because there is right. tens of thousands of dollars worth of uh, infrastructure right. equipment here and that the they could momentum. buy much cheaper than if they tried to do it from scratch. And the business momentum that it could carry because if they relocated and they either carried the name or at least brought the people with them. Well, they can't carry the name because the name is my name. You're right. Radloff, right. that's my last right. name. I, well, could, I wouldn't want my name on the no. sign of somebody else's shop, I, although our corporate name is actually Smoke and Spirits, so uh, legally they could carry on with my accounts yeah. and that sort of thing. I just say change the name to Bad Lofts. <laughs> <laughs> so are the bro girls coming uh, for, with the black outfit? No. No, no not happening. No. Is that the right term? That is the right term, but okay. she doesn't know when they're coming. they got to get them back at least one more time before they're done, come she in. says. That was pretty good. When the bartender was it Vegas? Vegas. When Vegas left, they all came in in black. That's the day I met Kim. Yeah. <laughs> oh was, yeah, we heard that. Story. That was a cool yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Yes, they. Good story. They did. Little did they know that when he left here as an employee, he's here twice as much as when he worked here because he's yeah. still pretty much a daily yeah. customer. Good. <laughs> and he still says, "I don't go there that much." Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's a happy and sad kind of mixed feeling kind of yeah, thing, you know. Yes, you know, sure. uh, bittersweet to yep. to a point. I mean, it's definitely going to be life changing for me because this is where I am all the time. This, but this is also this whole bar is in existence because 
this is where I wanted to hang out. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> yeah, right. so right. people ask me several times a day, like, what are we going to do now? I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do now, so I can't tell you what you're going right. to do now. Is there anything no else place like in it. the area here? Federal. Nothing. That's the, this is nothing the only, like this it. Is and the this only? is, you know, not only is it, you know, somewhat unique because it's a cigar bar, mm-hmm. it's unique even, and you guys know, you yeah, go to yeah. cigar bars uh, all over the place, and I yeah. do. You know, when I travel, I always seek out uh, cigar places. And I, I tell people that haven't been here before, your average cigar shop or cigar bars or cigar shops where you can get a drink. This is a bar where you can smoke a cigar. That's right. As you uh-huh. hear, you know, you, you got a good thing you got the best tech guy in the business because you can hear, you know, we got karaoke going on tonight. We got Full House. We do live music. We do trivia. We do, you know, Family Feud. We, we, we do crazy events, uh, you know, speakeasy, 80s nights, uh, 70s nights. We, you know. It's just really a different atmosphere than any place I've even ever been. You know, yeah. I'm going to throw out a commercial to our listeners. If anybody out in the cigar world ever dreamed of having their own shop, this would be an opportunity to come talk to you and relocate the product and the business in this area. You've got to move to this area. It's Rochester, correct? Rochester, yeah. You know, and maybe in a close town you could get place but you got to stay in this general area but there's a large contingent of people who come here are going to have no place to go and anyone who opens up is going to be an instant winner and i will say right out of the gate definitely i'm out I just, I just got to find a new place for Halloween to wear my inappropriate costumes. Oh yeah, that's right. Our Halloween parties are because uh, Jamie's pretty much the only bar in the area that let me wear my uh, inflatable costume that. Yeah. Most places told me absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some guy from Peoria will move here. Because New Hampshire is live free or die in all the free staters. So maybe we could find a free stater who wants to relocate to New Hampshire from where he is. And he's got the functional Bitcoin to fund it. There you go. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for a Bitcoin billionaire who wants to run a cigar shop. Because we want to have one here. All right. Shouldn't all right, be a problem. I'll leave, it. I'll leave it at that. That's my commercial. Okay. Let's time to move on. Javi. Yes, sir. What do you say? We ready to go? Ready to do some current events? Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, folks, here we go. Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, Nashville, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. Cigar Smoking World Championship 2022 qualifying event on Friday, July the 29th at 6 p.m. in Salem. Only 40 seats, and that's 99.99 per person. There you go. All right, then we go to Twins London Dairy, New Hampshire. Saturday Night Live music from 5 to 8 p.m. in the 724 Lounge. It's 724 uh, four-month celebration. Twins 25th anniversary Friday, July the 22nd, 5 to 8 p.m. and win prizes. Lots third, of prizes. You should see the prizes. Oh, they got. yeah. They got good swag up there. Yeah. Uh, third Thursday, Pipe, Herb, and Hookset. On Thursday, July the 21st, from 4 to 7 p.m., it's in BYOB in Hookset. Yep, no bar in Hookset, so you can bring your own. Yep. Then we go up north to the original cigar and bar, North Conway, New Hampshire, as always, buy five cigars. Get one free plus 10% off for military and first responders. Then we go to Cigar Shenanigans, North Conway, New Hampshire. The prodigious potato potluck Saturday, July the 23rd, 6 p.m. Bring a potato-based dish for an extra cigar. $40 per person. Includes three forged cigars and more. 
RSVP by 720. So and you, guys, you guys making some potato dish? Yeah. Aren't we going to be up that way that weekend? Oh, for we're showing. Event? We disappeared. You might have to put the headset on so we can hear isn't, isn't that the event weekend at the lake? Uh, July 23rd. Yes, oh, it, it is. is. It is, yeah, as a So we're going to be up in the neighborhood. So we might be in the neighborhood for that. Yeah, yeah we could be. So, Kim, you know potato dish for... Well, McDonald's is right up the street. Just stop and grab a large fry. Well, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was, I was thinking that, too. And uh, yeah. where we're at tonight, Rattle Off Cigar Shop and Honor Rocks Lounge. Only a few weeks left for Thursday, Trivia, Friday, and Saturday, <coughs> live music or karaoke. Okay, then well, Castro's back room, Bedford, New Hampshire, Foundation Cigar Event on Friday, July the 15th, 5 to 9 p.m. Then we go Route 1 B and G networking event at the Breakaway in Danvers, Mass., July the 14th, 47 p.m. Then we go Victory Bar and Cigar Worcester, Mass. New swag is in. Get them before they're gone. Yeah, they got new jackets and hats and stuff. It's pretty nice. Okay, same town, Michael Cigar Bar, Worcester, Mass. Live music Wednesday through Sunday and movie Monday at 3 p.m. Uh, then we go to Rhode Island, Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtucket, Rhode Island is closed for vacation and will reopen on Thursday, July the 14th. Then we go, uh, still in Rhode Island, Havana Cigar Ro- Warwick, Rhode Island, Ashton Cigar Dinner, Thursday, July the 14th, 6.30 to 10 p.m., that's $25 per person. Then we go out to Pennsylvania, Best Cigar Pub Drum, Pennsylvania, Pub Quiz Wednesday, July the 13th at 8 p.m. Then we're going down to Tennessee to Smokers Abbey, Nashville, Tennessee, Drew Estate, uh, Nagar, Nagar Rustica. Nika Rustica. Nika Rustica. Rustica. This one. Nika Rustica. <laughs> Nika Rustica. There you go. Event Friday, July the 15th, 7 p.m. <laughs> East Nashville. Then we go on Fuego. In Fuego, Rockwall, Texas, cigars and coffee every Wednesday at 9 a.m. They go Match Bar and Riverside Cigars, Jeffersonville, Indiana, New Hours, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m., Thursday through Sunday. And until 12... Until, un, until, this too. <laughs> oh, and until 12, Monday and Wednesday, every Thursday night, come sip and smoke with DJ Stacy Broadway for some new so at R&B from 9 to midnight. And last but not least, Zach's Beach Castle Cigar. Cigars, Mary Esther, Florida, July's special deal. Get a 25-count humidor with digital hygrometer and a Zachar MTX multi-tool, a Zachar plunge lighter, and a Zachar Ash, that's Ash, A-S-H can, a cigar caddy, uh, draw enhancer and a big Bovina pack are just $110 while the apply- supplies last. That's it, folks. There we go. Only one. Nice job, huh? Two. Two? Well, well, two. Well, well okay. Yeah, prodigious. Prodigious. He had a hard time saying prodigious. But he did get it out. He did get it out. I have a hard time saying it, so I'm. 
So I can't. Oh, Sean is back. So the, did you hear about the potato potato thing at Shenanigans? I did not. You missed that one. Okay. So on uh, Saturday, July twenty third at six, they're having a prodigious potato potluck. What? Oh, I what did. Does, bring a potato based dish for an extra cigar. What does prodigious mean? Prodigious? A word yeah. I don't understand. Prodigious? It's like a like a. I don't know. It's, uh, spends a lot, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, no prestigious. I don't know about prodigious. It's like indigenous. Prodigious. I'm going to bring you frozen mean, French one, fries. One who yeah. uses all their resources. Ah, a spender. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess my wife calls me prodigious. There you go. That's you. Okay. So, how do you like your cigar? This is. Uh, I think it's pretty good. This is not super strong or anything. This is not. This is medium plus, but it's certainly not cold. Rick's got a look on his face like he's trying to. F- find something nice to say about it. I don't get a taste out of it. I do. I like do it. Do you? Yeah, I like it. I know what you're saying. It doesn't have that extra. It has pepper in it. It has a lot of pepper it in it. It doesn't have no Cocoa Puffs? It what? does You've been smoking Fat Bottom Betty's. I That's have. why. That's your problem. I love I, those cigars. I've, um, I've gone through like six boxes in the past few weeks. I've given out a couple. We, uh, we sell a ton of that line in general. The Sweet Janes, the Minis, the uh, the Fat Bottom Bettys, the Crazy Alice. Yeah, we I, we blow through them. I bought some Crazy Alice yesterday, first oh, time. Leather Rose is pretty good, too. But I still like the Fat Bottom Betty the, the best. Now, is it true, I've heard this from the rep, that they're actually all the same cigar, just a different wrapper? No I've, idea. I've heard the, that the from blends, Nick Laramie. Yeah, the, the blends are... are I believe if they're not the same, they're very similar. But yeah, just even based on the size, you know, it's going to change the flavor profile based on you know the ratio of the wrapper, the filler, the binder. Yeah. Right. That's what I find. The Toro has the best taste to me. It's the same, like he's, he's saying, but it's got the smoothness. So do you have fat bottom Betty's? I do. Ooh. There you go, Mike. We'll be buying them. There you go. I think all my fun's going to shirts and uh, deposits. There you go. All all I know is I was sitting in the front of the limo on the way up, and all I smelled was that sweet cocoa pop. I thought there were a bunch of of girls back there smoking cigars. Uh, Guilty as charged. (laughs) Yeah, I was smoking a fat bottom betty on the way up. I can't can't knock flavored cigars. Dirt dirt torpedoes got me into cigars. Uh Fat bottom bettys. I love them. Blew my mind. I had no idea it was flavored. Someone actually, um, Valentino at Shenanigans said it had pipe tobacco in it. I didn't know that. I liked them, and I didn't understand what was in them. And then when he told me, I was like, okay. He's the pro, and I was just the amateur. You want to rate these now? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Brandon's got his down to a nub. Wow. So we're going to start with Brandon. The rating of 0 to 10, 10 being great and 0 being not. It's funny because you said peppery, and usually, and I mentioned this to you earlier, I don't usually like peppery cigars. Yeah. But this one, I got to say, I like it. I like it. And so if I was going to scale it on 1 to 10... I'd probably give it an eight. Okay, great. Fair, you know, fair enough. All but right. it's peppery, but it's not so peppery that it's overwhelming. Right. That's that's my take on it. Eight out of ten. Excellent, Taco. So I'm smoking this real slow because I was afraid when I saw it, but uh, it's it's not really it is overpowering. It's mm. nice. I like it a lot. I like all tats though. Right. What would you give this? I, I'd give this a nine. I like mm. it. Fabulous. All right, Dave. This is up your alley. Yeah, it is. It is. I like it. It's a 
it's it's good. So it's funny. Lately, I've smoked some cigars that I've liked in the past, and yeah. they're just not doing it for me. Well, right. this one is pretty good. And so I like it. I would smoke it again for sure. Okay, I will go nine point one. Really? Okay. Yeah. Mustang. So I'm sitting here smoking it, and my normal rating on it would be an eight, but due to the chair I'm sitting in, it creates extra. So it's an eight point eight eight. The chair gives it a point eight eight. That's how much I like this chair. Just saying. <laughs> you hear that a lot from uh, from people, that, or I have over the years. A lot of times when they talk about cigars, it's not so much the cigar itself; it's, it's the, the scenario it is, where they smoked it, it you know, what they were doing, the event that was going on. Yep. That's that's really the memories they have, not yep. the not the cigar itself. Yeah, yeah. if I the cigar agree. smokes good and it's not a pain in the neck, you don't have to relight it. All the stuff, it just smokes away and just puff away on it, and it's it's like you're not paying attention to it, and it's just there and doing its thing. And the atmosphere really makes a big difference. It does. Absolutely. And we find that when we do a podcast with a cigar that you like and acts like this, the podcast is much better. Mm. When we have cigars that are kind of a dog, the atmosphere of the show is a little off. It really happens. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I put the cigar down at one... I smoked one-fifth of it. I put it down, and I lit up a bed. Yeah. I quit the cigar. Yeah. All right, Ricky, go ahead. You know, I'm used to the Tatuaje Cajuno, the broadleaf, but I have to say it's definitely uh, full-bodied. It's not full strength, though. I agree. It's medium plus. I like the aftertaste in this. Yeah. I like the feeling on the tongue. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine. I am. Yeah. Well, it is a San Andreas, and it I'm is. a sucker it's, for a San Andreas, yes. so there we go. Javi. Javi. Uh, well, I like it as well. I thought... Uh, it would be a strong cigar, but uh, it's kind of uh, half and half. It's got a nice draw to it, well-constructed. got a little taste to it. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to give it an 8.75. Okay. Chappie. Chappie. Yeah, I think it's um, it, it's interesting. It's not what I was expecting. I was expecting definitely something that was a lot stronger that was going to punch me. That's fine. I mean, every, you know, I, li- I like the variety and diversity of cigars. I, I'm tasting like it's uh, like light, earthy kind of, you know, tones to it. It's got like a, a very mild and mellow sweetness in the after, you know, after after you smoke right. it, that just kind of rests in the mouth. Yeah, I, I'd give it a solid eight, a solid eight. Okay, boom, 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 boom. Well, I normally like the tats, and uh, this one didn't disappoint, but I expected it to be stronger. Looking at it, definitely, uh, I'm gonna go with an eight point six two, just because uh, Dave did a weird number too. <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> you mean Mike did a weird number? I did a nine point one. Yeah, one. Well, you know. That's okay. That's a 91. And since Jamie <laughs> has never smoked this, you get to grade it. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say, I smoke a lot of Tatawahe's. I like Tatawahe. I tend to smoke the smaller stuff. You know, my probably my go-to cigar that I smoke more than anything is the, uh, the Veracu, right. the number five, and the Petit Corona. You know, the smaller ring gauge. I love the pepper, the spice, and those smaller ring gauge tend to hold that through. This was a different animal. So I, I got the pepper right off the bat. I was kind of excited. Like, right off the bat, I got hammered with right. it, and it was fantastic. And then it went away, Yeah. and I got a much more, like, leathery mouthfeel, yeah. which right. I guess you'd expect off, you right. know, the San Andreas wrapper, nice oily. Right. Uh, much more leathery mouthfeel to it. The pepper kind of went away. Still a great flavored cigar. I just noticed, you know, I'm kind of getting into the third third now, and I'm starting to get a little of that pepper back again. Uh, but yeah, now solid. Not an ass kicker. I I am actually surprised. It's uh, yeah, it's medium medium plus at best, but full flavored for sure. Uh, but I like it. It's uh, 
You know, I'm probably, uh, yeah, I'd probably give that an 8. Okay, okay. so speaking of smaller ring gauge cigars, you reminded me I brought you a couple of smaller ring gauge cigars here. I got you a Tabacaro oh, yeah, and a Partagas. This is the, uh, the new Partagas. Partagas Cortada. Oh, I have that one there. So those are for you. Those are very nice. A couple of Coronas. I know you're in the Corona gang. And the final score of this is an 8.6. Very good cigar. Good score. Nice. Very good, good cigar. Local spotlight time. Here we are at the Radloffs. We're going to talk about some Radloffs memories. Hackapaloozas. Hackapaloozas. Let's do the Hackapaloozas. Incredible. Yeah. The very first one, we met Jamie, we met Don, and I don't think they knew what to expect. So a whole crew of blue shirts entered this bar. <laughs> Yes. Was that the was that the yes. night we went to the rail penny? It first? was. Okay. And, we came, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and about fifteen of us showed up, all with blue shirts. It was and more than that because there were twenty-seven of us. Yeah, the, there was at, at the rail penny. At the rail penny. But yeah. we all there was came. a few that showed up that probably should have dropped out before they yeah. came, but they stuck. <laughs> yeah. They hung in. They, they hung, hung in. in. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Was, that was yeah, great time. It was time. a wonderful time. Was that when I met and you guys? That's when we met so. everybody. Yeah. And. Yeah. uh you know, we've met some great people here. Oh, yeah. And we've had Family a blast. Jules and, right. And Bobby and... Yep. Damon, the whole the crew. of the crowd. And <clears> it's <throat> been so incredible here. We, we did that big picture in the front with the Radlock yeah. sign. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. did. That's pretty good, yeah. yeah. And uh, then the, we came the following year, did it all over again. Yes, we did. <laughs> we've done it every year. And then, uh, well, this year we got snowed out. Right. We did. We actually, we had a blizzard that hit... Southern New Hampshire, very heavy. We called Jamie, and Jamie's like, I'm here. And I'm like, if we can get out, but we couldn't get out. Yeah, and we, had to, we had to dig it, out first. We had to dig out. We got buried. I was sitting in my driveway with a shovel waiting for you guys to say you're on your way, so I was going to shovel up my driveway uh-huh. so I could get out. We were, um, <laughs> it took us, six of us hit the driveway. We had two snowblowers going. We had uh, we had a tractor going. <laughs> Yeah, and then they all had to go to my house to dig out. We've so. uh, eleven years. We've never closed here for weather. Yeah, there have been, I mean, just absolute blizzards where the whole town is shut down. I have a plow in my truck, so I would actually plow Main Street, plow the parking place, so people could get in and out. Get. And they were some some great nights because, <laughs> yeah, everyone just. We'd walk in, there, yeah. come in, drive in, whatever. We'd have a great time. No place else open. We just, just have a have a great time. I mean, the same thing was like that for COVID too. COVID shut everybody down. St. Patrick's Day. This is the only place in New Hampshire open. Yeah, really? I, now, I, I said yeah, kind of. Now, an interesting tidbit for about six hours. One of the hacks has only sat in one chair in this entire. Every single podcast has only sat. In one chair, and that's the taco. It's the best chair. It's the best <laughs> chair. You can buy it. You can bring it to your house. What's you should put a bid in? No, you should tell them. Put Get the bid. Just buy the damn thing. Well, ask them the number. Pay the number. Apologize to your wife. Put it at home. Just give me your wallet. I'll just take what I need, and that's it. It'll all be fine. It'll only hurt for a second. Impossible. My wallet's in in um, plastic in my truck. Well, the, be- the best part is, you know, most of the cigar shops you go to, they're, they're very happy to when you buy a box of cigars, but they don't necessarily like you hanging around. No, they don't. This place, if I lived up here, I'd be here every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Till next till two weeks. It happens uh, very regularly that, you know, somebody will come in that's new, new to the area, new to the shop. They'll come in 7, 8 o'clock at night, 
offer to run them a tab. Now I'm only going to have one. And then it's one in the morning, and they're like, what the hell happens? You don't really, you don't don't really know, describe me out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's was, a, and it's a good crew of people. Mm-hmm. I came here, when I moved to Rochester my first time, I came here, somebody told me to come here, I came here, and then I was here every day for two months straight, at least smoking a cigar. The yep. same thing Her, happened with Hunter Rick. It did. He's got his campus just up the, oh, yeah. the way over here. He's here. He's 15 minutes from here. Very regularly. Yeah. yeah. He comes in, Hunter, hangs out. And- Hunter Rick said to me, we were playing golf one day, and he said, hey, you know this place called Radloff's? And I said, yeah, I know this place named Radloff's. And he's like, I want to buy this humidor. And I said, hold on one second. And I get Jamie on the phone, yeah. and I said, hey, Hunter, here's Jamie the owner. And it was like, it was like I gave him a million dollars. I'll wow. be there. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was the Florida Los Angeles yeah. humidor, yes. gorgeous humidor. Yeah, he loves wow. that thing. That's awesome. We. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not here. Where's he? At? He's in Florida. Oh, he's no, he's not. Yeah, town. he went to Florida. 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 Yeah, he was here. Jeez, uh, what's today? I don't know. Before he left, he yeah, he, came, he came in and, and grabbed some sticks. He literally and, said, "What am I gonna do?" Yeah. And I said, "What'd you do before? Else? What'd you do before you, we turned you on to this I, place?" That's it. I never understood leaving New England in July to go to Florida. Oh, yeah, but he lives there. Oh. So Hunter Rick actually right. lives in Florida. Right. And his job—he's—he's a, he's a senior manager. His job took him to New England, so he had to come back this way. Yeah, it took young kids and yeah, but he just happens to have a camp up here. He's had he does. for a long time, and uh, he came yeah, from he, up here. He moved to Florida, bought a, but his job took him back here, and so he came, which is kind of funny because his wife is up here now. They swapped. So they swapped. We should have invited her. Because her parents yeah. are up here. Right. He stays with them. When right. He's up here. He's anyway. worried about where he's going to go. Right. My plan is, I mean, he's got a lake house 15 minutes from here. My, I'm probably going to be at his house. He's yeah, gonna, there you go. <laughs> he's going to come home at night from work, and I'm just going to be sitting on the, you know, sitting on the back deck with my That's feet right. up. By the he's way. He's not going to miss me at by all. By the way, right? Hunter, <laughs> you now have a new boat. It's going to be sitting you're, at your dock. You'll be showing up with your humidor, and uh, he'll be happy. Oh, he's got plenty of cigars. He's yeah. got plenty. I'll, so, be, I'll be smoking his. Yeah, you can you probably <laughs> make arrangements to get your boat and your jet ski on his dock. There yeah. You know. yeah. I'll make arrangements. Nice. He's in Florida. How can right. he say no? That's right. <laughs> Cop didn't he'd see be, it. I didn't happy. do it. Somebody would be there. Yeah. Well, Nurse Rick, we are going to have to say our goodbyes. Okay. Our He's puppy gonna... is probably defecating in the house by now. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so for coming. So we just wanted to say goodbye to everybody. Nice seeing you all again. Yeah. Well, Great. Care, Kimmy. It will be Take soon. We'll see We're going to see you at Palooza. We will be by next week. That is fabulous. Well, it's next week. Well, no. no two, two weeks. Two weeks. Sorry. Two I got weeks, excited. Yeah. Next week's my vacation. Yeah, yeah, two weeks. Okay, I got it down. you Kimba, and I got you down, so we're all set. It's Kimmy Lapa. <laughs> it's Kimmy Lapa. I know, but I R- forgot bring, her name when your, I arrived bring tonight. Bring your fishing pole and your uh, bathing suit. Forget that. Bring the fireworks. <laughs> oh, I'm bringing those, too. We'll have plenty of cigars. I'll bring the bottle rockets. Okay. Bottle rockets. Oh, God. Bottle rockets story. So what are you doing in two weeks? Oh, you're still here. Yeah, you know, yeah. might be able to sneak away for an oh, afternoon. Oh, it is an incredible afternoon. Speaking of fireworks, firecrackers Beautiful. out front. <laughs> yeah, gang shooting, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? So we did uh, the show last week on Saturday of 4th of July weekend at Dom's place. It's on the lake over there. Fireworks galore in the background. Non-stop. Just nonstop. All right. So anyway, Radloff's, yeah, we've got a lot of fond memories of this joint. We do. Okay. Time for uh, a little uh, controversy time. Yeah. 
my younger days, I used to read and study and talk about all the conspiracies out there and controversies. Now, I create them. <laughs> so, in the light of keeping it mellow, I'm going to tell a story about what I did recently and how much controversy I created. So, I went to visit my friend who was the gatekeeper at Burr. This was two weeks ago, and they were having a race up the hill where they were having, functionally, there was a uh, car club that road came. Road rally thing, yeah. And they were rallying, and they were racing up the three-mile mountain road. So I got there, and he's working, and I said, I'll come and work. And so people were asking me, who are you? And I said, oh, I'm just a, uh, I'm an ambassador for the mountain. So I started telling them, I told them I didn't work for the mountain, I was just an ambassador. And so I was doing all these different things and fixing things around there and fixing the problems that were going around at the mountain at the base of Burke. And so over the next couple of days, the people, you know, got to know me. And you know how I have a tendency to talk. Well, I talked to everybody there. So afterwards, over the next couple of days, they gave their comments back and they told the management that the guy who, the gatekeeper, did a great job and the, their ambassador, Mike, was very good. The management didn't know they had an ambassador. <laughs> so it created a little bit of problems because the manager knew of me because backstory. In seven days in 2014, I functionally worked for the mountain. Now, after two weeks there, I walked away and I said, hey, just give me a season pass and I'll be even. Well, the gentleman who ended up being my superior said, tough, I'm not paying you. Well, fast forward a couple of years later, the owner had the mountain taken from him because he was too altruistic. So the government took the mountain and all his properties. So right before the government seized his properties, I went into his, some of his houses. I took a huge table, butcher block table that seats 12. I took a bedroom set. I took end tables. I took a whole lot of furniture. Now, they owed me for two weeks. I figured it was about $2,000. Well, I probably took $4,000 in furniture. So I felt like I owed Burke $2,000 in work. So I was there that weekend, and I was doing all this different stuff. So we come to Wednesday. And I'm still there because I had arrived Friday morning. And, and there was a screw sticking up on, on the wooden stairs on the top 13th step. The screw was sticking up. And I said to my, my partner, Mike, I said, hey, we should get somebody to fix that because someone could trip over that. If I ever tripped over that and there's a screw sticking out here, it would wreck my shoes if I tripped off the top. If somebody else trips off the top, they're going to have a lawsuit. So we passed it on to the, the crew to do it. Well, a day later, they hadn't done it. So we go there again and we're like, it's not done. So I said, all right, the only way to get it done is do it yourself. So we went back to get our tools, and we came back, and while we were functionally doing this, the manager came out and said, what are you doing, boys? <laughs> she looks at me. She goes, did you tell everybody you're an ambassador? I said, yeah. She said, we have an ambassador program, and you're not an ambassador. I said, can I be one? She said, no. So I effectively got fired from my fake job on Wednesday morning. <laughs> They didn't know I was working for them for the last five days. Because when I have my energy, I have to do either talk or do something. And I was doing a lot of things. So, like, one of the things I did is there was a leaky faucet. I said to Mike, how come they don't fix the leaky faucet? He said, the management said they're going to fix it. But they didn't. Well, I fooled around with it. And I realized that if you turn the nozzle two or three degrees to the left, the hot water shut off and didn't drip. So, I put a sign up and said to stop the drip, turn the faucet two or three degrees to the left. And I put that sign up. And then another guy came over and he said, hey, I want to fill up my five-gallon jug. But the water 
with the regular pump at the house was not working. And it was just a sink, and he couldn't put a phallic five-gallon jug under it. So my, Mike says, oh, you got to go down to the hotel. It's about a mile away. And fill it up. I said, what do you mean? I climbed into my truck. I pulled out a one-gallon thing. I said, here, fill this up in the sink five times and pour it into your thing. So I left a one-gallon bucket, and I wrote on it, used to fill five-gallon jugs. So I did all these <laughs> fixes because I'm an idea man. And so I... Did all, so the management loved what I did, but hated that I was working for them because I have a history there. So I created a lot of turmoil. So the funniest part was I got fired from a fake job group. And they, the management didn't know I was working for them, but they told me to go away. So I left. You had an appointment? Kind of. I, I, so I said to the girl, I said, you know, you can't offend me. Just tell me straight. And she sort of kind of striped me. And I said, thank you for striping and telling me like it is. Because I said, don't sugarcoat it. You're not going to offend me. Nothing you say is going to upset me. Because she had never met me before. The funny thing is when she first met me on Saturday, she shuddered when she heard of who I was. She had heard about me seven years ago. And she your, never heard. Your reputation preceded you, huh? Yes, yeah. because um, certain things I did when I arrived there, the rental shop was on the bottom of the stairs. So the first thing you had to do when you rented skis and boots and put them on for the first time is you had to hike up 13 stairs, which I thought was stupid. So I said, why don't we move the rental shop upstairs into this yurt and move the food area back down? So we did all these functional changes because at the time the lodge was going to be torn down two years later. Well, this is in 13. Here it is, 22, which is nine years later. They're still using the lodge. So all the changes that I incorporated are all functionally working. So I had left my legacy back in early 13 and disappeared. And I thought it was kind of funny that I was back there in 22. So I'm creating my own controversies today. There you go. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> On a light note, if you have any complaints and you want to talk about politics or prices, I have two things to say to you. Today, the weather sucked and the grass is too green. And the reason I say that is it redirects people because they look at me crazy and they go, what are you talking about? I go, well, you're talking about politics and prices. I'm talking about bad weather when it's sunny and warm. And I'm talking about green grass. And it stops people in their tracks. So that's my new method to shut people up from complaining. So I'll leave it at that. There we go. Thank you. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> And we recap the cigar. What do you say? I still like still it. I'm down to it. the nub Ooh. here. I'm about to pull out my nubber and uh, finish this thing off. No pulling out your nubber, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have some standards here. <laughs> They're low, but we have some. Yeah, well, yeah. No nubbers allowed at Radloff's. Uh-huh. Have you seen my nubber? No, thank I you. Do. I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> yeah, he good, has. Yeah. You've heard of all these people that make these beautiful nubbers and everything? There you there go. You go. Dave says, hold on while I whip this out. Highly technical piece of equipment there. Yeah, Yeah, it works great. You just do this. It is a corn cob holder. Yeah. It works awesome. If you had two of those, it would be really good. You know what? I had two of my bogs. So I I took them from home, and somebody in Danvers said, that's a great idea. So I gave him one. Well, the other day we had sweet corn, and my wife was like, I know I had two sets of these. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I do have two. So there you go. I saw this. I was at Shenanigans, and somebody was at the bar with one of these. I said, oh, this is an awesome idea, because usually a number has one spike, and a cigar can yeah. spin around on it. With the two spikes, it stays put, so you can control it. 
much easier. It works awesome. And being yellow, you can find it. That's right. Easy. That's right. And I, I'll put it away now since you don't. If you don't like those, yeah, smoke so. them down that far, we usually charge you extra. Yeah. We got to hear from Chappie. You've been quiet down there because. You're, oh yeah. Tell us about jumping out of a plane. What do you want to know about jumping out of a plane? Well, yeah. Well, well they say the drop isn't the hard thing; it's the fast stop they catch you. The the fast. Okay. Well, I mean, so there's right. So there's a couple of different parts in the process of jumping out. Right. It's it's really not that complicated. But if you make a mistake, you can get hurt. Really, that that's what it is. If you if you make a mistake, you can get hurt. If you yeah, don't make it, a mistake, it, it, there, there's always freak things. Like right, if you're gonna land on a tree stump or you land on a rock, I mean, there's there's nothing you can do. Right. You're just gonna you're gonna get an injury. First but, mistake, taking that step out of the plane. No, no. So all right, let me go. The, the reason that we do it. Is so that the United States Army, right, we have the 82nd Airborne Division as a whole division. Um, we are able to, we at least have one brigade that's able to get into anywhere in the world with, uh, you know, within 18 hours. We have one brigade, and within 18 hours, we are ready to actually have boots on the ground and be able to have, you know, forces doing doing what's what's called a joint forcible entry right so that that's our mission set so the actual airborne operation the reason why we practice that we, we train on that and we've been doing it now since 1941 1942 i think it was the first person who jumped out and, and it's constant training so that we have that capability you know so when it comes to the actual jumping right you want to get a good clean exit out of the air, aircraft you get that good clean exit uh you're you have a static line that is strapped to a, an anchor line cable it's called so that it automatically just pulls your chute out, so um, you don't have to worry about you know you know getting your own chute out, and then uh, and then once your once your canopy, uh, you know is is uh, once your canopy is fully inflated, uh, you start your descent. And the big thing is you don't want to collide with other people in the air because you're jumping out both sides of the plane. You know there's a lot of people in the air at the uh, all at the same time, so you want to make sure you don't get tangled with anybody. So you get good spacing between you and other people as best as you can. And then as you're descending, um, you descend pretty fast. I mean, it's not like doing skydiving, right? When you skydive, you're able to kind of control, slowly descend, land on your feet. Uh, you don't land on your feet. Uh, you, you land hard. And you try to hit the uh, balls of your feet and then kind of roll on your body from your calf to your thigh to your bat to your butt to your back. Yeah, so it, the landing is always the hardest part on a regular basis, right? So the, the most dangerous part is when you're in the air because if you get tangled, um, or if your canopy doesn't fully open, right, you're, you're screwed, you know, you're in trouble. That's very rare though. It's a rare thing that happens. So for everybody, the landing is the hardest part. And all you got to do really is keep your eyes on the horizon, keep your feet and knees together, keep your legs like jello. And when you land, you land nice and as soft as you can and let the impact come on your body. And, um, it's a unique experience. It so really is. What is the actual jump height? The height? Standard jump height. Yeah, so anywhere between 800 and 1,200 feet. Okay. Yep. So it's pretty low. It's, it's very low. Yeah. Because yeah. you want to be down fast. Exactly. Well, they don't yeah. want, right, they don't want you in the air dropping right. free fall. They want you right. to land exactly right. where you Right, because, need to you land. know, in, in, in a real mission environment, you're going to have enemy enemies firing on That's you. That's what I was right. going to say, so. because I know, like, Normandy Beach yeah. and World War II, mm -hmm. they were shooting flak at you. Anti aircraft, yeah. And, yeah. You, and, you, and you're jumping out in that crap. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I and mean, Band of Brothers does a great job of showing what it's like in the second episode. Yeah, it really does on, on what an actual airborne operation can be like. Um, it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun, though. It's uh, it's high intensity. Uh, one thing uh, that the uh, the trainer said, and it's absolutely held true, is uh, 
jumping out of an airplane will ruin roller coasters for you. <laughs> Did it to my son. He's jumped 20 times now. Yeah, yeah, it ruins roller coasters. There's there's no thrill on roller coasters anymore, and that's and that's all right. Yeah. Um, but it's it's an amazing experience, and uh, it's awesome when you think of how many uh, thousands of people do it every single month. Tens of thousands of people do it every single month uh, in the army, and just kind of like the courage and the bravery to just keep on doing it. And uh, and everybody who does it volunteers to do it. So they volunteer once to join the army. They volunteer a second time to jump out of an airplane. You know, because no one's forced to do it. No one is coerced to do it. I'd be in the tank division. <laughs> You'd be in the armor. Yeah, you're gonna be armored. Uh, yeah, it's it's an awesome experience. I, I just um, so I you know my brother was a paratrooper. My sister in law was a paratrooper. So I couldn't, you know, rejoin the army and then not be a paratrooper. That, you know, it's in your blood. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Well, you're a chaplain. You're close to God. <laughs> yeah. Please open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's it's an awesome experience. It's amazing to do it. It's um, yeah, you know, it, if you get a chance to skydive, I highly recommend it. It's um, it's again, skydiving is different than than jumping, you know, in, in a military environment, but. Just that feeling of exiting an aircraft, the feeling of just floating down under the canopy. It, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. You'll you'll never experience that that kind of setting and surrounding, and the mm-hmm. serene, the the peace when you're under the canopy. It's fully uh, fully inflated, and you, you just have silence around mm-hmm. you. You'll never experience silence like that. Am I going to die? Am I going to die? So, so Mike's son was a roller coaster fanatic, yep. and he's been on he's, hundreds of roller coasters. He's still, he's on them right now. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's already tomorrow where he is right now. He's in, <laughs> he's, he was going to, he's in Poland, and he was on his way to Austria. That's so awesome. he goes worldwide. So, yeah, that's and, really and cool. he's taking up skydiving too. So Good yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah I want to do some skydiving now. I want to do some high high altitude jumping. Apparently, you have to do twenty five jumps to earn your license, and then once you have your license, you You can go anywhere in the world, and you can show your license, and you can jump. What he wants to do is that way he can go travel the world and ride roller coasters and jump in all the countries. That's cool. That's that's some cool stuff. While while I'm doing this, I can can I give a uh, a shameless plug for a great organization, a cigar organization, in fact, that helps out troops. There's a uh, there's an organization called Operation Deployed, and uh, it's run by a, a gentleman named Roberto Barr, and uh, he donates cigars. Is what he does. He donates cigars through chaplains to soldiers, and he donates more than just cigars. He donates care packages and everything to soldiers who are, are primar- primarily overseas, but also ones who are stateside doing their training stuff like that. So he just wants there to be an opportunity for soldiers to uh, to be able to you know enjoy a nice cigar. Uh, enjoy some other niceties and stuff like that, uh, and so he's a hundred percent a a nonprofit uh, organization. He doesn't take any money whatsoever personally for himself. He runs his own business on the side for his own personal uh, wealth uh, uh, accumulating wealth. So everything that's donated to him, hundred percent goes to soldiers. So what's the name of this outfit? It's called Operation Deployed. Operation Deployed. Operation Deployed. The guy is runs there like it a dot com for that. I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah. he has a website. Yeah. and he takes actual cigar donations and he takes uh-huh. monetary donations. It's kind of like cigars uses. for warrior. Yeah, and, yeah. And then you know, some, like yeah. if a shop closes down at the end of july and they have extra cigars they <laughs> yeah, have a place to put a few cigars. i'm just pointing it out. <laughs> yeah. it's a tax write-up so he's a uh, really awesome guy um if you honestly like if you call the number on his website he's the one who answers and he'll oh, cool. he'll talk to you and, and he'll talk your ear off and uh he's just a phenomenal guy he's doing great things for soldiers he's connecting uh, primarily he connects with chaplains all throughout the armed forces 
And so he donates through them so that it gets to the soldiers. So have you talked to him? I have, oh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, he's a phenomenal guy. I've gotten some donations from him uh, that, that I've uh, handed out to the soldiers and have some more that I, I can still hand out once we start going out to the field. All I'll say yes. about it is that's a rush. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Cool. Um, cool. Joining the show is the other half of the Ra- of the Radloff Empire. We have Tozy Wozy Dawn. Ooh, Hello. Boy. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dawn. Hi. Tozy Wozy. Huh? Tozy Wozies. So. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it's I would... a privilege to be on here. I guess. <laughs> I know. You've been running around. I see. Yeah. Or trying I, to, well, trying usually, to run around. Hobbling around. Try to, yeah, a little bit of hobble this week, but yeah, normally running around, trying to take care of everybody. So having a good so, podcast. Are yeah. You, are, you, are you are you looking forward to closing? Uh, put me on the spot, huh? Say it's maybe. very, it's yes. very bittersweet. It's very, it's that's the word I use. Yeah. It's yeah. you know, it's been a lot of years, and we're tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of our next chapter, you know. But bittersweet, very. Yes. Um, hasn't it hasn't really hit yet? It, it, some of Few it's hit, weeks. but not really. Few you know, weeks. like you guys having you here and seeing you all and. That's coming to an end, and that's not really. Oh no! Real Jamie yet. invited us all to the house. Oh, that's all right. What are you making? Not, well, <laughs> you probably want him cooking, not me, because we all know I'm not the cook of the house. He is, so he <laughs> can make you an amazing meal. <laughs> well, now Jamie's going to be able to attend some of our mobile podcasts. We'll have him at the Mustang Ranch. Could happen. There you go. Well, we'll have to travel around, and I'll just Watch observe. The yeah, but no, it's it's exciting for us for the next chapter. I know it's right. sad too. I mean, we put a well. He has put. Soul into this place. Yeah. I came along yeah. later, but um, you know I put a lot into it too. So when are you all going to come down in North Carolina? Road trip. We're going to do hacks trip. down there, Road huh? Trip. I might. Oh, I go. might be down there next month. We we yeah. get to the gate. We'd say we're the cigar hacks. You got to let us in. <laughs> <laughs> I I can get you in the gate very easily. It's very easy to get in. No. I don't know if you can get out. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if yeah, I can I pass. I fell for that once already. Yeah. I may have a problem. Right, yeah. I may have a problem with the security. You've been down there, right? You've oh, been yeah, down we did, to we Pope? Did, yeah, we did a lot oh, yeah. with uh, Pope or Bragg. Uh, yeah, we we picked him up and dropped him That's off. That's right. Yeah, Pope, so Pope is where we uh, where we get on the planes uh, before we go off and jump out of them. I have a question. Do they do a security clearance? Do they check your background? They do. They do a quick background check. If you have any criminal background, they do not let you on. Never been convicted. <laughs> <laughs> that might. that really does become a problem when you uh, do like special orders. So we we ordered a uh, a rowing machine. My wife and I. It's like a uh, it's called a hydro, and it's like a peloton, but a rower. Yeah. What a rower? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a rowing yeah. machine, and they they have a big screen, and there's someone rowing with you and stuff like that. It's, yeah. it's an awesome machine. They were one of phenomenal. Dom's, Dom's customers there. Yeah. They were in Rhode yeah. Island. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's a phenomenal uh, machine. Yeah. But they had the truck turned away twice because they kept sending someone who had a criminal background as a driver and they will not let them through uh-huh. and I, I called the company the delivery company is like you cannot send these people you have to find someone else yeah. like we can't find anybody else that uh-huh. doesn't have a criminal background oh meet him at the gate so so we all know what b-pills really has i mean you have bad bad boys playing for him but obviously every yeah. truck driver has <laughs> yep. a criminal background you're no, probably got- the only one that doesn't have a criminal background <laughs> to be honest with you i i got question at the canadian i'm board. joking about that if there's any truck drivers out there by the way i'm not i get question. <laughs> true story i got questioned a couple of years ago at the canadian border so i'm not sure if they're going to have the same access to information. 
<laughs> Probably. We'll yeah. see. But you, try. you know what? The worst they can do is we'll that throw you in have the to trunk. come outside No problem. Do not do that. They check the trunks. Don't <laughs> do that. Check yeah. The yeah. They check the trunks. No. <laughs> yes, don't do no, that. No, if they don't let me walk in, I'm walking away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. come, come on down, though. We can, we can do an event. We'll make sure you guys get out to Sicily Drop Zone. You can see people jumping. It'll be, cool. it'll be fun time, yeah? yeah? That's cool. That's All right, my, let's oh, recap, recap the cigar okay. here and wrap right. up. What do you think? Good cigar. I finished mine. It was really good. I'm Definitely still smoking it. And I don't have one of those yellow things. Yeah. Well, you can't use it here anyway. Going to bid adieu because I have to get back to the and, bar. Okay. And Thank you for okay. Thank wonderful you for years. everything. Oh, okay, we love bye. having you. And <laughs> All good. All right. Javi, what do you say? I'm loving this cigar. I really am. Nice and cigar. Like I said before, well built. Yep. Uh, it went out on me, but uh, I'm like, I'm chewing on it. I like the taste, so. Hey, yeah, still got it going, yeah. Good cigar. Chappy? Yeah, I, it's, a, it's a nice, like, slow, consistent draw. Um, you know, when, it, when I saw the size of it, I thought it was going to smoke really, really fast, but... Oh, keeps on going. an hour and change, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's lasted a long time. So, yeah. and, and and I agree, uh, there's a nice little peppery kick towards the end, but not overwhelming. So, it's, yeah, smoking great. Jamie? Yeah, solid. Pete, keep turning them out. I'll keep smoking them. Yeah. Yep. They're, uh, who knows I've ever had a bad one from them, but uh, yeah, this is this is up there. Okay, I'm Brandon. Fine. Don't burn go. your balls, Brandon. Yeah, let's go. Right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I did smoke that all the way down to the nub. And I actually, I really, really enjoyed that. Like I said, I don't usually like super peppery cigars. That one, it gives you the pepper at the front. And like, like yep. you were saying earlier, it kind of fades a little bit through the middle. And then at the end, you get a little bit of that peppery back, which is nice, actually. Because I like a little bit more of a smoother cigar as far as the peppery goes. But, yeah, overall, I really liked it. I smoked a little bit of nubs. So. Yeah, so did I. It's down to nothing. Got less yep. than an inch there. Really good. Steve. Yeah, I smoked mine down pretty low about 20 minutes ago. You guys are slow. <laughs> we, but very good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, good. But, Mikey, we should have saved all our roach clips from the 70s. We'd be all set, huh? <laughs> well, let's just say maybe. Okay, okay let's, let's, let's wrap, wrap this. this I'm going to leave it with this. My end one inch is a little hot. That's my only complaint. But I've been trying to stay cool tonight, so. Okay. Do it. Okay. Mustang Mike. Mustang I'd like to end the show by officially putting a deposit on the two chairs. Yeah. And <laughs> we don't take deposits. It, I'll take them. Cash on the barrel. <laughs> no, I'd like to hold the two chairs and I'll come pay the rest when I pick it up. Okay, if you would. Uh, there all right. We got Anima Boy himself, Nurse Rick. This town needs an Anima. Anima Boy is at Radloff's, signing off for the last time uh-huh. here at Radloff's. Have a great day and have a pleasant tomorrow. Reverend Ave. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, Jamie, for having us up here for the last time. Uh, we're going to miss the place. I know I will. I, 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 I enjoy this place here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning us in, listening. And God bless each and every one of you. I hope you have a good week. Taco Steve. Taco Light, baby. 
All right, folks, we're going to really miss this place, too. Uh, I remember the first time I came, we were sitting out in the gutter, and I'll always remember that. <laughs> That's right, we did one outside the first time, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was good. Okay, we got the Brandon. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, man. First time here, and I guess it's probably going to be the last time, but I'll tell you what, this place has been great, man. I love the atmosphere in here, but, you know, it's... uh. It's, uh, it was a great experience, and that cigar was fantastic, man. I had a great time. It was good. Yeah, Chappy. I never heard that one. That's uh, I don't know where you found that from, but uh, yeah, guys, it was uh, it was great to be back here uh, with with you guys. Uh, Jamie is uh, is is great to uh, to be here for the first time. Uh, this is an awesome place, awesome environment. It looks like you just built a, an amazing place for the last 11 years. So, congratulations to you and, and blessings uh, on your on your future endeavors and retirement, whatever that that brings for you. And uh, and guys, uh, again, like it's just great being on the show. If anyone's down near the uh, near the Fayetteville area, if you guys want to come on down, we can go hang out. There's uh, there's some great places down there to hang out and. Uh, yeah, would would love to uh, get together again soon. Okay, our esteemed special guest, Jamie. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of L.A. Yeah, great to have you guys as always. Uh, good way to send it off. Uh, unfortunately, probably for you guys, you, you may end up seeing me more now because <laughs> that's good. now that's I'll have good. some freedom. I'll have to catch up with you guys at yes. some, uh, some other locations and, you know, see if I can lose at least 97.3% of my cigar knowledge and maybe yeah. I can become an actor. Right. Well, you get <laughs> yourself you like a blue shirt. A blue shirt. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I got an extra large. Yeah, at least maybe after I retire, it could be a three X. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> okay, we'll get we'll make you an official hack with just two very simple questions. We we already know what you're gonna bring to the hacks. I'll ask you one question that we all we ask all new people: Have you ever Dutch ovened, Don? I don't know what that is, so. <laughs> I'm hoping... You're not willing to add. I'm hoping not, probably. <laughs> that means She's amazing. still around. Go ahead. So, somebody explain so to him not. what a Dutch oven is. Actually, I may know what that is. I you're actually in, may, you're I may know what You're in bed, you pull is. the covers up, and you let one go. And then, uh, you know, you put the covers over her. <laughs> well, if, if I have or have not done that... <laughs> we do have a dog that sleeves us, so the dog gets blamed. Yeah, 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 dog gets blamed. The dog gets blamed for everything. It's <laughs> awesome. Well, last week we we had a great answer to that. Uh, the the uh, boss uh, lady. Oh my god! <laughs> we can't listen to last week's show. No. All right, okay. Humble announcer well, producer Sky Hack Dave. To the man. The man. Oh, my God. 
Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And OnlyFans. And I'd like to say that $100 is going to pay for my one and a half shirts I'm buying. <laughs> one and a half. Deal. Okay, send us an email. CigarHacks at CigarHacks.com. Just like our friends Pat from New uh, Florida. and uh, I'm sorry. Pat from the Tobacco Shack and Tim from Florida. So can't keep these guys straight. Okay, uh, see you next time at Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks listening to karaoke and smoking cigars, etc. All right. Dutch oven time. <laughs> <laughs>